0: Greetings and thanks for downloading. We want to welcome you to Is It Something You Can Stop. It's the fastest growing podcast that we host. I'm Mike. I'm Brooke. And we're a brother and sister that love pop culture and talking about geeky things because sometimes we agree.
1: And sometimes we don't.
0: We want you to get in on the discussion too. Please send Well, we've never had email, so please send us email <laughs> to something you can stop at gmail.com or find us on Twitter. Just reach out and let us know that you're at least listening.
1: Like we've never had email.
0: So now Let's see who we can offend.
1: Uh, I'm going to say magicians because that's what that was. Like, you can't see my magic hands, but I'm trying to, like, distract you with the sound and wave my hands (laughs) so that you don't see. Do
0: you find that more magicians now are going by the term illusionist? Yes. Because they admit, they fully admit now in...
1: Because they're so clever. They're like, we get it. It's not magic. You know
0: magic's not real, but I'm so good. I'm elusing you.
1: I'm going to lose this to your face. God dang it. I can't make thoughts happen. But right you now. you
0: are acquainting me.
1: <laughs> we have already acquaintance. <laughs> we, <have, laughs>
0: we have had been acquaintance. Words.
1: Words. Okay,
0: so previously on, is it something you can stop? We looked previously at on. a gigantic list for Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> previously on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. This week got an
0: all new. Birds. Oh, I
1: swear I'll calm down. I'm sorry. You won't. Yeah, yeah. So, uh previously we did part one of a Rolling Stone um listicle that I found. I
0: hate that word.
1: I love that word because I hate it. Right? It's a love hate thing where you kind of like. Anyway. When something
0: stinks and you have to keep smelling it, like, ooh, this milk. Smell this milk here. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like this is the worst thing I've ever smelled. Someone else
0: share this misery with, with me. me. Yeah.
1: Um Okay, so it is an article. That has a list within it. <laughs>
0: Thank you.
1: Um, and it's the 100 greatest television shows of all time. So, last episode we did 100 through 51. And today we're going to round it out with 50 through da, 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 number one.
0: I just realized for such a liberal polica- poli- publication, politician?
1: Political. Poli- poli- <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say tit. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: That's a whole new website. You're
1: going to edit this whole thing out?
0: <clears throat> no, I'm not. <laughs> 17 ways Donald Trump rigged the election. Autoliticals.com.
1: Oh, I'm buying it now.
0: Oh, man.
1: Go, daddy. Oh, goodness. Okay, what were you going to say?
0: I don't want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: want to forget. Oh, man. Oh,
0: uh, th- for such a liberal publication that Rolling Stone yeah. espouses to be. Yeah they didn't even consider calling the list one, the 100 greatest American television shows of all time. Cause they have, they've included faulty towers and that's about it. There's nothing. There's more from out. Okay.
1: Uh, Downton Abbey.
0: Oh, okay. There's but a couple.
1: No, that's BBC. PBS? No, that's BBC.
0: BBC made it.
1: And PBS all right. shows it. Okay. Here. So we're fine. Yeah. So they're that's we're how they can
0: on. say these are the greatest shows ever. And you know, take a hike, Australia, take a hike. Oh, any sorry. other, any other country that makes television shows. Take a
1: hike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I have to ask you now. You've seen the first fifty. Mm-hmm. Do you have a prediction for what number one is? And if you do, do you want to make it or do you just want to wait? Uh,
0: with the with the first fifty, I don't really know where they're going, but okay. I have some guesses just in general of what I think they're gonna do. I think they're either gonna.
1: I'm gonna ask you again at twenty. Okay. How about that? All
0: right, that'll be good. Okay.
1: All right, so back to it. Ready?
0: Super fast. Here we go. Number Lightning. fifty. Er. Okay.
1: You used to love that show first couple seasons. It was magic in a it bottle. The first awesome. few. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, number 49, Taxi. Okay. Uh, I feel it's overrated. I'm sorry.
0: When you deal with the, I think it's the theme song at the end, though. That sad little.
1: It is sad. little it's piccolo really sad. flute. It's but like, when you think about it, the whole premise is sad. <laughs> like,
0: well, okay, because here's the thing. Even yeah. as a little kid when it was on, I would get this really strong sense at the end of every episode. All of these people are alone.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: You know? Yes. And, like, so everybody in New York City felt like they were all alone. And nobody was really connecting. Nobody yeah. was acquaintancing scenes.
1: Yeah, they should have acquaintanced each other. We have a title
0: <laughs> for this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's called What? Okay. Ready? 48. The Office. U.S. version. Okay. You have no comments in The Office. Come on.
0: Um, terrible first season. Yes. Terrible final two seasons.
1: Well, uh, I will give credit to the author of this uh, list because the very last sentence in his blurb is, let's just pretend those last two Corral seasons never happened, okay? No. Yeah,
0: and and I, I think I said this to you, you in, in to a previous account, episode. When, when he leaves the show and gets on the plane, mm-hmm. you should assume that's the end of the show. Show's over. Just treat it like it's done.
1: Show's over. Because
0: he was the show.
1: Absolutely. So? Absolutely. Because to me, it was about... He is The Office.
0: And I would say this.
1: That's his heart, his soul, everything. On a
0: show of the greatest, or a list of the greatest TV shows ever, I'm okay with this sitting where it sits.
1: Mm-hmm. 48.
0: If the, if the British show is higher. We'll, well, we'll see. I think the British show needs to be on the list, and it needs to be higher than The American Did you office.
1: hear me just say, well, we'll we we'll <laughs> <see." laughs> That's
0: because it was a website.
1: Right. Worldwide. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. Number 47. The Rockford Files.
0: Okay. Why'd you say it like that?
1: Uh, I don't know because I've never seen it. And I want to give it like uh, a gravitas, but I, I don't
0: know. It should, it should have gravitas because James Garner.
1: Yeah. But didn't James Garner murder that woman on the boat? No, I think she, I think he did. No, he I didn't. Think he did.
0: ja- you're thinking of a totally different person. No, you're I'm thinking, not. yes, you are. We're
1: going to fact check this. Okay. You're going to put You're going to go back and you're going to research this and you're going to put a little ding, a little X on whoever is wrong. Because I'm saying that G- James Garner was accused of murdering a chick. You're saying he did not. Right. (laughs) So, ding it or exit later. Okay. Um, Thank you. Post. Thanks for
0: giving me more work to do.
1: (laughs) Number forty six, the Mary Tyler Moore Show.
0: Hmm. Not a fan.
1: Number forty five, Battlestar Galactica, two thousands.
0: The 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 end of the show left a really bad taste in my mouth. I I, I was. So on board at the beginning of it, but then they did this weird time jump thing, and then the whole the way they ended it was just like I think they they started reading their own press, and I think they it's like the writers' room started getting hooked on drugs, yeah i don't i mean that's
1: and the drugs prob- was just smoking like critics reviews.
0: I said it felt like that i didn't say they did, so right. that's not slander or anything <laughs> like, I'm not,
1: me. yeah
0: I'm not saying that they did, but it just lost me i the focus seemed to go away.
1: Um, number 44, Columbo. Really? Yeah. 44? Yeah. I don't know. It, the first line says, Peter Falk's cheap, cheap detective was the coolest TV cop of the seventies. There are like five or six words in Darcy that. Darcy that and hate. Hutch,
0: Barney Miller, any of those guys?
1: There's seriously though, there's like five or six words in that one sentence that make me, I No. So I don't really, I'm,
0: not really I'm sorry, it. Peter Falk. Um,
1: come on. Well, uh, an interesting thing to note is that Columbo was on the cover of Rolling Stone one time. So,
0: Oh, well, good. Anyway, so there's that.
1: Uh, number 43, The Americans. Have you watched it? I haven't. I've heard great things about it, though. Me
0: too. But I've heard great things about quinoa, but I've never eaten that. But I'll tell
1: you, it's kind of nutty. Oh. And if you put, like, a chicken stock in it, it kind of picks up the flavor of that. High protein. Pretty good. Here's the thing, though, about The Americans.
0: <laughs> what did I've you heard... just turn into?
1: I was telling you about quinoa. <laughs> I'm a foodie, yo. Not really. I want to be. I'm getting there. Listen, The <laughs> Americans, right? Number 43, um, I've heard a lot of good things about it. And actually, I should correct that. I've read a lot of good things about it because I don't actually know another human that watches it. Like, I haven't had any friends go, oh, you don't watch it, it's so good. This is
0: the TV show equivalent of Scientology. Nobody actually knows anyone <laughs> who is a Scientologist or watches The Americans.
1: I know, but yet somehow We've people about are. We've heard it. Yeah, yeah. And we know, we know it's on TV. There's proof. It's just... Um, Okay, number 42, NYPD Blue. Uh, A lot of butt, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, because they were willing, because ABC, before Disney owned them, was willing to show Dennis Franz butt cheeks and let them say really bad cuss words.
1: I have to think, as someone that... Uh, did not care for NYPD blue and don't think, I don't think I would even get into it right now. Cause it's one of those like aesthetically, I don't even like it. Um, I have Jerky
0: to, camera movements.
1: I have to believe that it's on the list at 42 specifically because Jimmy Smith was in it. Cause you know, I love, I love me some Jimmy Smith. I yeah. think he makes everything better.
0: He does. He so. really does. Um,
1: and David it, Caruso. But it also had David Caruso, oh, which kind of,
0: he's so bad that can cancel out your Jimmy Smith's factor.
1: Poor and Jimmy then you're left Smith.
0: with Dennis Franz.
1: Give me yeah, and his butt.
0: And that guy Everywhere. who's like, you know, the guy that I'm talking about that was on every episode. He was kind of like Michael Rappaport's little brother.
1: Ew, you know yeah, who I'm talking that's about? not a compliment to anybody. No, but
0: he's like Rappaport's little brother because Rappaport's yeah. really funny.
1: Okay, I saw him you're on a thing. Right, in, okay,
0: I saw him on a thing recently, and he was really funny
1: as himself. Yes. Okay, that's great. Doesn't mean he's a great actor. Number forty-one, The Honeymooners. I never
0: made that argument.
1: No, but you're like don't don't say anything about him. Honeymooners
0: um for all its misogyny and spousal um emotional spousal abuse <laughs> it's pretty groundbreaking and
1: funny. Yeah. I mean, um the thing that really shocked me is when I saw this, it was on from 1955 to 56. What?
0: Yeah. And they did 100 episodes probably, <laughs> right? right?
1: They did one like every four hours probably because of the way show. jackie
0: gleason lived his life they were like we got to crank out some go. shows let's go Put as many of he's still walking out. let's go mm-hmm.
1: um number 40 the shield
0: the shield is really good. you
1: watched the shield yeah. didn't you
0: yeah it's you big. and dad
1: really got into that
0: i think without the shield the shield is kind of the linchpin going from those early cop shows to mm-hmm. what we what we have now with like
1: it set the tone in like loud
0: the shows that are on AMC and FX and stuff and HBO now. Mm-hmm. It, the Shield kind of jumped us there,
1: which is interesting because The Shield was on ABC. No, oh, it was an
0: FX show. It was
1: one of the first. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, yeah NYPD Blue is on right NBC, ABC. Right. Anyway, uh, number thirty nine, Lost. Uh, too high. Too high. Yeah. Hundred greatest shows of all time. Number 39. It
0: belongs lost. on the list, but it's too high.
1: Uh number 38, Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: That high? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, good for them. Yep. I love the show.
1: Um, they're talking about like in this, they reference once more with feeling itself is a classic. Like True. that one episode. But
0: well, you know they still there are theaters around the country that do sing-alongs yeah. for just that episode.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like Rocky Horror Picture Show <laughs> kind of thing. Exactly. Um, uh, I can't speak highly enough about that show. Like, I remember you and I back in the day dating our ages here. We would put the VHS in, we'd make sure that we recorded it.
0: VHS.
1: You know what? I, like, seriously, yeah. though, we would record it on video. No, that was, yeah. and we'd get so excited because usually, like, one of us had, like, some sort of something we had to do. So we'd get together later that night and we'd watch it and just be like, oh my God, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a fun, fun, fun show. Um it was cool to see a female lead be, I don't want to say realistic because she was a vampire hunter, but you know what I mean? Like she But they was, didn't,
0: they didn't deify her and make her perfect.
1: Yeah. She, she was, had struggles and flaws. and. Absolutely. Um, number 37, Orange is the New Black. Never seen it. Uh, pretty good. I would not put it at 37 though. Not at all. I'd probably put it towards the 80s, okay. maybe 80s or 90s.
0: It belongs in the top
1: 100? I think so. I, I think it's pretty phenomenal, and I think just alone again, uh, feminism warning here. Um, it's it's all women, really. I mean, I know there's male guards and stuff, but it's a it's a basically a female driven yeah. cast, and it's really really interesting. Okay, and um,
0: that's awesome. I don't want to slow us down, but we're in the mid 30s now, and I'm starting to get nervous because early on we had like reality shows and game shows and different kinds of stuff, and it's it's we're starting to hit. Sitcom, drama, sitcom, drama, sitcom, drama. So I'm getting nervous.
1: 36. Law and Order. Okay. I, I really en- I enjoy how defeated you are with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Um,
0: it's because... I think it's because... It was for, on forever. And it was Lather, Rinse, Repeat.
1: It's very formulaic, and it understands that. It totally did the formulaic For 20 years. Thing, but... It has a lot of spinoffs, too, doesn't it?
0: I, I guess I'm just more impressed with, with ongoing, like an chung, overarching chung. story.
1: Isn't that Law and Order? Chung Chung. Clung, clung. Yeah. yeah. Law and Order. Number 35, My So-Called Life. Oh. <laughs> That's too high. You're making that, I don't think so face at me <laughs> right now. That's
0: too hot. Okay, uh, for, for it to be a great television show, mm-hmm. <clears throat> would you agree that it needs to have mass appeal?
1: Don't tell me all these other shows have had mass appeal.
0: Most of them have. Wide audience.
1: Sex and the City. Women.
0: Uh, there are tons of guys that watch that show too. That's a that's a mass appeal show.
1: Mm, My okay. so called
0: life is targeted at teenage girls.
1: Uh, well, if it's targeted at teenage girls and you're gonna say Sex and the City had a lot of guys watching it, then a lot of boys watched it too. Okay. It's definitely hitting an age range. I remember watching it because it hit, like, right at the right age for me. And that's cool. I don't think it's one of the top 100 shows. And I think it was, like, one season. I think it's way up there. But Rolling Stone, I totally see this on a Rolling Stone list. I don't see this on, like, a Time magazine or People or Entertainment Weekly or anything. It's
0: because... The thing the same thing with my so-called life is is the it's the same thing when people said that Dawson's Creek was revolutionary television because it was making teenagers sound so intelligent. And even intelligent teenagers don't drop thirty five dollar words like the characters on they were shoehorning those vocab words. You calm down though. You mouth.
1: watch what you say about Dawson's Creek.
0: Hey, Dawson can do whatever he wants with that creek. <laughs>
1: He can creak it up. You can creak it up and you can
0: call your life whatever you so call it.
1: You know what my so called life really was? Um, it was basically American Degrassi.
0: Was there a kid in a wheelchair?
1: No, but there was that Brian kid that was tall with the curly hair. Did I mean he that's kind of a rapper. Did he?
0: Did he become Drake?
1: Uh, no, but Jared Leto turned into Jared Leto. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so there's that.
0: Excellent point.
1: Thank you. It's yeah. the American Degrassi.
0: That's the best point so far.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. The best point of everything Of ever. everything
0: we've said so far.
1: Okay, number 34, 30 Rock.
0: 30 Rock's a great show.
1: Is it number 34?
0: Uh No. I'd put it somewhere in the 50s, maybe.
1: Why have I never watched 30 Rock? I don't know. What's my problem?
0: I think, um, I think you have two problems with it. One... You and I fought this battle very early on that it it came up against Studio 60 and, yeah. we, and we we backed the Aaron Sorkin show. Yeah. Cuz it was the same subject matter but it was a different format. Mm-hmm. And NBC kind of backed 30 Rock instead of Studio 60. I think the other problem we have with it is I've lost her name right now but the blonde that's on the show.
1: Jane Kraken I don't Jane Kraken? Cracksky? I
0: I don't think you can, I don't think you can fight through her.
1: I really don't like her but and you know what else it is, too? While you were saying that, I remembered when it was on, I was not a Tina Fey fan yet. I felt she was too smug. And I remembered her from Weekend Update and everything. And I was like, I would like her if she didn't seem to like herself so much. Because she laughed at everything she did, which is funny. And I get it. And I laugh at stuff I do, too. But at the same time, like, it it didn't read to me. I didn't like it. So yeah. when she got her on TV show, I'm like, well, <laughs> good for her. And then I finally, like, you know, I read Bossy Pants and really kind of got on the Tina Fey. Train. So I'm a big fan now. I'm sorry to try it. I'm sorry.
0: Because here's all you got to do have something standing by, like a book or some app on your phone or something. When
1: Krakowski. And when a Krakowski Krakowski Krakowski. scene comes
0: up, just turn to your phone and then join the show again once she's left.
1: I don't understand anyone calling her a good actress. I've seen her in three roles. Same exact thing. She's
0: always the same thing.
1: It's not phenomenal. It's not like revolutionary. Okay. Number 33 South Park.
0: Yep. The other thing is they've been doing the show forever, and they keep getting stronger. They figured out a way to make an animated show almost instantaneously produced,
1: which is ridiculous. So
0: they can finish it the week How a story happens. How topical
1: something yeah. is on that they show is They can immediately ridiculous. start
0: hitting something.
1: And they are equal opportunity. Like they yeah, will. They'll make fun of everything. Everything. And amazing. I don't agree
0: with all the stuff they make fun of, but right. because they make fun of everything, then I believe that
1: they're not picking on. They're anything.
0: not. Yeah, they're not choosing sides.
1: And it says in here um, that Matt Stone said, we would view success as finally getting to the point where we get canceled because no one else gets it.
0: We just get so many inside jokes that so it's just far. like, I don't even know what they're doing anymore.
1: Yeah. Uh, number 32, a classic. I love Lucy. Okay. I'll give it that. It's pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, still
0: funny. There's still some funny episodes.
1: It really is. Um, Although, you know. Fred needs to lay off Ethel being, like, chubby and stuff. Like, calm down, Fred. You're no prize They yourself, didn't have dude.
0: any mirrors in their apartment. No, they didn't. Fred did not know what he looked like. No, and
1: they didn't even have beds in the same room. <laughs> they had separate <laughs> bedrooms. Um, number 31, Sesame Street.
0: Yes. Thank yeah. you. Right? Finally.
1: Okay, so we're we're in the 30s, uh, low 30s. We're have you seen any
0: of the HBO Sesame
1: Street? I caught something, but it didn't feel like Sesame Street. So I don't think I was watching Sesame Street because it was like this weird computer animated thing with Elmo. Okay. And I'm like, I think it was like Elmo's World or something, whatever. And okay. I'm just like, no, I don't. I'm
0: wondering, I'm wondering, I haven't seen any of the HBO stuff. And I wanted I wanted to take a look at some of it and see if it felt like the old school Sesame Street. And I hope it does.
1: Well, you know, and they had that big uh, kerfuffle recently when they <laughs> basically fired Oh, it
0: was a Ron. You kerfuffle. saw that they
1: fired Gordon yeah. and they fired um Oh gosh, what's his name? Bob? Yeah. Gordon and Bob, mm-hmm. and people went crazy.
0: Yeah. Which here's but my. But they were thing. hardly using them anymore.
1: I know, but here's my thing: the strength of Sesame Street is how inclusive,
0: multi generational, and
1: and multi generational and mo- Mr. Hooper and every race and creed and ability and everything. And if you're gonna take the two oldest people in the show and get rid of them, mm-hmm. you're doing a disservice to the show. Agreed. So anyway, uh, plus they're legend. They should stay until probably you know, until they want to quit. Right. Uh, number 30, the tonight show with Johnny Carson. Okay. You'll allow it. I'll allow it. 1962 to
0: 1992. He was, say what you want, like him or not. Like he would, he was a television institution and he, and he, yeah, he kind of like would let the country feel okay at the end of every day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Here's some jokes. Mm-hmm. Here's Burt Reynolds peeing on himself or whatever. <laughs> like, but you know, that
1: made me feel okay. It,
0: <laughs> I, I remember, but I remember when I was little watching Johnny Carson, and I remember his retirement show and feeling kind of like sad that he was going the away. The curtain was,
1: behind him, and he was sitting on the yeah. stool, and you're kind of like, "What's next? Yeah. Like this has been all we've ever known." Exactly. Yeah. Uh, number 29, Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yes. Absolutely right.
0: It's. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So
1: great. Oh, great. Oh, man. I wish my feet made that noise naturally when it comes up. Okay.
0: I want, I want a Monty Python um, drop app for my phone. So just so that I can have some of the. There is one. Oh, there is? There is one. I'm going to yeah. download it I right now. It. I'll be right back. Uh,
1: number 28, X-Files. <laughs> okay. So here's my little tiny story about the X-Files. Uh, when I was in middle school, it was on, like, I want to say Friday nights. And there was no, either right. a show that I was into before it or after it, and so I would catch it every once in a while. And I remember, I remember sitting on the couch watching it, going, "It's Friday night, and I'm watching X Files." Like, <laughs> <you> know, like <laughs> I'm not hanging out with my friends; I'm just watching X Files right now. And it was, it was kind of interesting, but I really hate David Duchovny. Seriously, I hate every. Why do I? Who would put someone on a podcast for pop culture that hates ninety eight percent of pop culture?
0: You gotta have counterbalance.
1: Anyway, I don't like him, so I didn't really get into it too much. Plus, for me, they'd have like you know the thing of the week, but there was still a big overarching overarching conspiracy kind of thing, and you're kind of like, okay, what's going on? Okay, I'm not really paying. For me,
0: for me, it's a John Stossel show. Right? They
1: Explain your John Stossel theory, please. Okay,
0: so these two agents, one of them's a believer and one of them is a skeptic. And they go on a case every single week. And they're down in the sewers facing off at the monster. And he's holding one of them up by the neck. And the other one's shooting it in the chest. And it's dead at their feet. And then at the end of the episode, they're like... I don't know that we really have proof that there are weird things out there. It's right. like, what did you just do for the last hour?
1: Yeah. I just got abducted by an alien, but I don't believe in oh aliens. Oh, my gosh. So... It's like I, I got
0: really frustrated with that, and I, couldn't, I, can't, I can't get behind a show that doesn't trust itself.
1: Yeah, especially for so many seasons. It's like, okay, you can do that for at first, but yeah. you gotta got to give. Okay, number 27, Arrested Development.
0: I know people love it. I never really got into it.
1: Overrated. I'm um, yeah. sorry. You're going to. People are going to be so. This might be the first episode where we get digital electronic Oh, they're going to. They're going to. Yeah. Because people are nuts about that show. How and I could just... you not like
0: Arrested Development?
1: I like the people in it separately. I do too. Collectively. Okay.
0: What you said about Tina Fey, I feel like the whole show does. Smug. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. feel like the show feels like it's – I can feel the show thinking it's really funny.
1: You know what? And it's one of the sh- – and that's – you know what, though? It's the fans, too, because that's one of those shows that when you talk to people, and like, do you watch Arrested Development? And you go, no, they're kind of like, you don't watch – like, they're you're like, an idiot the, because you don't watch well, it. Well, I like, know the kind
0: of person you are now.
1: Yeah, like, oh, really? Well, I thought better of you. I thought you would have seen it. And I'm like, really, dude? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel, got a lot of judgment for not watching it. I feel that way with Modern Family, too, though.
0: I feel like people that, that are super hardcore modern family are kind of like,
1: I felt that way too. You don't think that show's funny. I will say I have watched modern family. There's some definitely some funny in it. You take like 30% of the cast is funny, really funny. Um, but I feel like arrest and development was clearly a smarter show <laughs> than modern <laughs> family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like arrest and development was for a niche and modern family is just for anyone that okay. catches it. Right. But anyway, um, I agree with you on that. Uh, number 26 friends.
0: Oh no friends okay i don't here's now where i'm going to offend people listening to the show
1: i will too and i'm really
0: sorry but th- i'm being honest and you know what what do we have in our relationship if we don't have honesty
1: true story i want to play like some boys to men in the background i How watched
0: we should play boys to men <laughs> I know, uh, Always. end of the road
1: yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm letting it queue up right now <laughs> um I feel like Friends, and I watched every episode for the entire run, and I got all involved
1: You did? The entire run? I watched the entire I cut out, like, the last three seasons.
0: You're a ripcord watcher. We've established that. You bail our shows.
1: (laughs) That might have been the first one I did that It
0: might have been, but here's the thing. I watched the whole thing, and I enjoyed it while I was watching it, but then here's my theory now. My theory is that the show Friends is like your friends in middle school. This is going to be good. You're friends with them because they're there. Proximity, right? Yeah, they're there and it's convenient, and they're they're nice enough, and you like them, and mm-hmm. they kind of like you. Mm-hmm. But if you had to fight through it to really spend time with each other, you really wouldn't. You know, and
1: I I I got swept up. I freaking loved friends at the beginning. I thought it was funny, and and it was. But then I felt like every character became this giant caricature of themselves. And then I feel like there's this friend's curse. It's the
0: sitcom curse.
1: It is. But it, but I feel like there's a friend's curse with all of those actors that I can't see them in anything else <laughs> and not be like, oh, there's Ross. Yeah. Jennifer Anderson is Rachel in everything to me. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I don't think she's a great actress. I think they wrote to her strength. They wrote to everybody's strength.
0: Courtney Cox is always the dancer from the Bruce Springsteen video.
1: Always. So typecast. The only person that I can I can see in other things and be okay with it is uh, Chandler, Matthew Perry. hmm yeah, I kind of cut out on that because I just felt like they all just got too much of of their character. Like Ross started out as an okay guy that was love sick, so you're like rooting for him, you know? And he's just this hopeless romantic, and then he turns into this whiny. Like why did why did he even hang out with those friends? Because they treated him like crap.
0: By the end of the show, I honestly believe that Ross could have murdered someone.
1: Okay, twenty five. Veep.
0: Have you seen Veep?
1: I haven't because I can't. I don't know how to watch it.
0: You sit down and you let it go into your eyes. I'm
1: gonna slap you. the <laughs> <I> sweater.
0: No. <laughs> this show comes with instructions.
1: <laughs> Step one: Veep it in your eyes. Uh, I'm gonna watch Veep. Dang it, Mike. I mean, like, I don't know the avenue in which it's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. HBO Go. It's on HBO Go, but I don't know my password. It's such yeah. a hassle. Um, but you love it, right?
0: It's it's really great.
1: It wins every award. It's
0: the comedy version of The West Wing. It's it's like. It's that flipped upside down. It's like the upside down of the West Wing. World.
1: Well, and the funny thing is, is on the mm. Emmys recently when when they won, they basically apologized. I know,
0: I saw her. They were like, I "We're so sorry
1: because we feel responsible for yeah. the current uh, political climate. Well, we were
0: joking." But... It's it's kind of like the West Wing is how you want it to be, and Veep is how you are afraid it is.
1: But no, 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 no. House of Cards is how we're f- we're scared it is.
0: No, House of Cards is what it is.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> That just got scary and sad. Twenty four, Friday Night Lights.
0: I can't say I don't know.
1: I haven't watched this too, but man, people.
0: Yeah, love people. It. People will cry and die people for that show. People love
1: it, and you know what? I won't say anything bad about it.
0: Filmed in Texas. First
1: of all, I haven't seen it, but second of all, the people that love it—I mean, like they're—they're they're diehard for it, so I respect that. Uh, number twenty three, Deadwood.
0: I've heard that it's the best show that I've never seen. I've had friends very close to me say. If you're not watching Deadwood, you're missing a giant chunk of Was television. Deadwood on HBO? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and it was only on for two seasons. I've also
0: heard a lot of it is written in iambic pentameter.
1: Nuh-uh. Yep. Are you serious? I'm serious. Is that like a fan theory or is that actual truth? No, it's
0: truth. Like, the the major characters are written in iambic pentameter, so it has a Shakespearean feel to it. Hmm. I I can't wait to absorb the whole thing.
1: Okay. That's one. I think I, I have that as something, like, it's on kind of on my list of mm-hmm. things I do want to check out.
0: I just don't know how to watch it.
1: You sit down and let it enter your eyes. <laughs> you moron. Okay, number 22, Louis.
0: I love Louis.
1: You think it's number 22? Maybe. Yeah?
0: I think it's it's re- revolutionary, and I think it's brilliant. And it's not just comedy. He's doing, he does, it's like every episode is its own experimental student film.
1: But he done by writes, a really he writes everything, he directs yes. everything, and he stars in it. That's yeah. pretty cool. Incredible. And
0: even though not every episode is designed to be funny, he does stuff where there's a two-part episode. He'll do a flashback one-hour episode where it goes back to him as a kid, mm-hmm. and you see some of his troubled past and like how he got screwed up with drugs, and then how the, how he hopes that doesn't happen with his daughters. Mm-hmm. He's doing like real life stuff. He's doing emotional stuff. He's doing scary. St- there's one where he has insomnia and he can't sleep, and he keeps having this nightmare of this weird creature that jumps out of the darkness at him. And he's,
1: I think I remember you scared. telling me about that because it freaked you out, it's man. <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. It's like,
0: you yeah. never know what you're going to get with it, but it's mm-hmm. always high quality.
1: Excellent. Um, well I've, it's one of those I've caught a few of, but every episode I've seen has been just kind of yeah, like you're stuck. You right. can't move. You have to watch and, it. You know? And I'll
0: say this. It's one of, there are a handful of shows that I have like a, a very small list in my mind. Once I know the show is done, completely done, you're gonna buy it all. The entire thing needs to be collected you're on my own shelf. It. Yeah, I want to have it I so you. that I, it never goes away.
1: Uh, number twenty one, The Office UK. Yes. Yeah, you were excited about. Thank that. you. Yes. Um, Ricky Gervais, man. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Like David Brent is a real person that lives and breathes somewhere.
1: Yeah, he's out there right now. Yeah, I believe that. I fully believe that. Um. And and it really, it opened the doors to a lot of, I mean, I wouldn't say that a lot of uh, writers would necessarily credit it, but I feel like I can see its influence in so many things. Not just the U.S. office, but I mean like the idea of kind of the the mockumentary TV show, the idea of uh, being okay with like that cringeworthy humor.
0: I was going to say, I think without without the the British office, Mm -hmm. I don't think Danny McBride has a career.
1: That's a good call. Because I don't
0: think we get the foot fist way. I don't think we get eastbound and down. Mm-hmm. And then his newest show, um, Vice Principals. Yeah. I've just taken that in. Yeah. <laughs> it's really something.
1: All right, twenty. You ready for this? Okay. Okay, let's. We're. It's all downhill from here, but really uphill because it's supposed to be getting better. But what, but uphill's difficult, so downhill's good, right? We're gonna I never push. That. We're
0: gonna push the wheels till they turn.
1: Okay, ready. Number twenty. Cheers. I remember uh, being really upset when it ended. Landmark Television. I remember crying, like I was a kid, and I was like, "This is so sad. This show's great."
0: Name another show that replaced as many characters as they did with
1: successfully
0: successful other characters.
1: Yeah, they it.
0: kept adding to the roster, and everybody they brought in was an all-star.
1: Yep, and and even like the side characters that were maybe in one or two episodes or something, mm-hmm. pretty strong. Yes, pretty strong. Um, Nick Tortelli, <laughs> number nineteen, of course. Curb your enthusiasm. Um,
0: yeah, I can see the argument for it, but for me, a little bit of Larry David goes a long way.
1: I um, I stopped liking it as much when he got divorced. Yeah. Not that I necessarily liked his wife, because she was annoying as hell for me. But I feel like the show took a, a an even darker turn, and it was weird, and I didn't really like it got mean. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't care for mean humor like that. Uh, number 18, Star Trek.
0: Classic Star Trek?
1: 66 to 69. Yeah. Yep.
0: It it did you I think you could maybe argue that Star Trek, the original Star Trek did more for science fiction than any other property.
1: Yeah. I think that's a <clears throat> I think that's a good safe call. Like I I don't feel I don't feel comfortable arguing that. <laughs> and what I, and
0: I, and I like I've always admired Again, the optimism of Star Trek.
1: Yeah, that's a huge part. That's there's, a, there's, a, there's
0: a hopeful heart to There's a lot of
1: heart and a lot of uh, um, <clears throat> optimism.
0: And Bill Shatner.
1: And Billy. Billy Shat. Uh, 17, Twin Peaks. Really? Did you ever watch that?
0: I did. I watched uh, the entire thing. I was forced to. I'm sorry. And I enjoyed the first half of it. Yeah. And the second half, it it fell apart. Yeah. And by the end, I was just left with... Nothing but question marks.
1: That was one of those shows that when it was on, I remember thinking like, oh my God, this is so pretentious. But I didn't watch it. You know what I mean? Just everyone talking about it and everything. Yeah. I'm like, oh.
0: The mystery was fun until you started to get the feeling that it was weird just for the sake of being weird.
1: Yeah, that's that's a gimmick. I don't need that. I don't need gimmicks in my life.
0: There's, there's get them L- out. David Lynch for you.
1: Number 16, MASH. Uh, I apologize to everyone. It's a show that I've only ever watched when I was up at like 3 a.m. That's good. And couldn't sleep, and it just, you know, it, it's it's not necessarily a venue I, it's it's not a concept that I, like, gravitate towards, but.
0: I would have bet, I would have bet that they would have put this in the top five. I number thought,
1: 16. Number I 16. thought this
0: was going to be their number one.
1: Yeah, but it's number 16, which is interesting. So, number 15, are you ready? Oh,
0: I thought you were going to say, are you afraid of the dark? No. It's number 15.
1: <laughs> Canadian ghost stories. All it's right, like, man. Amazing. The Midnight Society. Number 15, The West Wing.
0: Top ten. you
1: disagree with 15, you think it needs to be top 10? It's gotta be top ten. Okay. Um we could do a whole episode on West Wing. And we probably should.
0: I want to do a whole podcast (laughs) on West Wing. (laughs) Well
1: maybe we do that, and that'll finally get you to have me watch all of it, which will be amazing. Um, That's not West Wing, Mike. I don't
0: care. Um
1: number 14, Larry Sanders Show.
0: Um Okay, so we talked about Oz being the prototype for the HBO drama. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't even, I I know dream on came before Larry Sanders, but it's a good show. Nonetheless, Larry Sanders is fun times and
1: uh, huge writers on that show. Um, basically cutting their teeth. Judd Apatow, Sarah Silverman, Bob Odenkirk, Janine Garofalo and Dave Chappelle. Wow. Like that's like a stellar,
0: that's a powerhouse that's right there. That's a
1: stellar cast right there. So
0: that's must TV.
1: Number 13, late night with David Letterman. Yes. 82 to 2015.
0: As much as Johnny Carson did for television, he did he did as much he did that much for television. I think.
1: Well, he really. Um, I remember. I remember being younger and just really enjoying his humor.
0: I grew up watching David Letterman, and I pretty much watched him every night. Yeah. And some of my favorite nights ever were when we had Tom Hanks or Bill Murray on. Yeah. If he had either of those two guys on. It was over.
1: And by the way, I don't mean like I enjoyed his humor as a kid because it was childish humor. <laughs> I'm saying like I remember just being You're fascinated You're saying you were a sophisticated kid. I'm saying I was amazing as a child and I understood things that other children didn't understand.
0: Look, when a when a grown man puts on an Alka Seltzer suit and swims in a tub of water, I get
1: it. Or the Velcro suit and jumps on the wall. Yep. Okay, uh, number twelve, best shows of all time, Game of Thrones.
0: You know, my personal feeling is that when all is said and done and they finish the next two seasons, if they stick the landing with what they've done now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think it might be the best show that I've ever seen.
1: It's the number one show for you for if me, they can finish if it If they can
0: finish the way that they've continued right now, because I feel like each season has gotten better.
1: That's that's intense, man. It's intense. That's intense. I know. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, number 11, Freaks and Geeks.
0: Ooh. 13 episodes one season um
1: 18 episodes 18 yeah
0: okay I was thinking of Firefly uh yeah it's that's a little high I think think it's a little high for me
1: I think it's everything that uh my so-called life wish it could have been I
0: could go top 50
1: I feel like I feel like 11 is pretty big like it's too high and I love the crap out of that show. Don't I mean don't mistake me for saying Bill Haverchuk is one of the greatest
0: TV characters ever.
1: Oh my gosh. I I mean just
0: Jimi Hendrix did drugs. You know where he is now? He's dead.
1: He's dead. <laughs> um great show. Great show. It's great. Yeah. Um
0: but it also gave us Seth Rogen.
1: Yeah, but I'm going to say something that might not be popular. I think Seth Rogen's a pretty good writer.
0: He is a good writer. I don't want to hear him talk or laugh.
1: No. And he didn't laugh a whole lot on the show, though, because he was supposed to be playing like kind of a tougher stoner guy. So mm-hmm. he didn't laugh a whole lot. Yeah. But it gave us Jason Segel.
0: It also gave us James Franco.
1: And it gave us Jason Segel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Number 10. Uh, we're in the top 10. If Home would, stretch. Okay. Can you do it?
0: Top 10. Let's do it.
1: The Daily Show.
0: With Jon Stewart? Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I, I think since he retired, we've missed something there's there's been something missing on yep. TV.
1: Yep. Well, and with that and the Colbert Report gone. Yeah. It's kind of. But
0: specifically, John, because yeah, Cole, John he Stewart. he was always jokey. John Stewart sometimes would get on a soapbox, and he never did it too much. And he he always did it when he was kind of like the sensible voice in the country. Like we you look at you look at the the broadcast news uh, landscape now. Yeah. We can't take any of them seriously or really trust any of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe um, what's his name on CNN? Uh, I just lost his name.
1: You thinking Anderson Cooper? Anderson
0: Cooper. Yeah, but still. We got we got an yeah. Anderson Cooper, but but John Stewart would stand for something, and mm-hmm. he would call people out when they were when they were talking BS, and he would say this is wrong, this is crazy. I feel like he's left a palpable hole.
1: But the thing that's interesting is that he never they never acted like that was a news show. It was an entertainment show, right? That did news.
0: No, they never took themselves so too seriously. But so many people
1: got their news from the Daily Show, mm-hmm. and they were—I mean—they were reporting the news with a, a slant, but mm-hmm. the slant was so easy to see that you could still get the actual news from it. Right, kind of amazing. Number nine, All in the Family.
0: I—I'm I, interested to know why.
1: I don't understand. Was it just like groundbreaking that they were racist? I don't. Uh, is that groundbreaking?
0: Is it, at I mean, it's time? like, I don't understand finally, it. there's somebody on TV saying what I wish I could say. It's just a
1: gross show. Like to me, everything about it. Is I never gross. have a good
0: feeling from it. It
1: makes me, watching that show makes me feel like that feeling you get before you get the flu, where you just, everything feels off and to wrong. To be fair
0: though, we're, we've always looked at the show backwards. Retroactively, we've yeah. We've never yeah, looked yeah. at it, like if, if we were alive at the time that it was going on, I think like sociopolitically, it kind of.
1: It's family guy.
0: Um, I, I that's kind of reductionary. I think I think like with the reaction to Vietnam and with the politics that were going on in the country at the time, I think it was saying stuff that maybe we didn't quite get and are looking back on and, and devaluing it.
1: All right, but I just I don't know. I don't know. But but humor it can still be humor and humor can last, but if everything is just topical, I don't know. It just didn't it Yeah, I don't like that show. Um number eight. Saturday Night Live.
0: I'd say that's probably pretty accurately placed.
1: Yeah. Just the influence alone. It's
0: an institution. I mean, it's like, it's,
1: it is even in its bad years, people still talk about it and watch it.
0: But every, we've had this talk. Everybody's favorite Saturday Night Live is what they grew up watching in middle school and high school. And then everything after that, they're like, it's not as good, but if you watch it, there's always good stuff on there.
1: Yeah. Um, Number seven, the twilight zone.
0: Yep. Groundbreaking.
1: I thought you'd agree with that. I knew you would. Uh, Number six, the Simpsons.
0: Yeah. You got to give it respect for being able to come up with
1: 1989 to today,
0: man, to come up with new stories every year for that, that long. I mean,
1: and I always do get a kick out of the Halloween episodes. Yeah. I love when a show does Halloween episodes. It's always kind of fun. Okay. So, You've seen everything up to the top five. Do you have a guess for number one? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to say it or do you just want to wait?
0: I'm going to go ahead and say what I think it is. I think they're going to say Sopranos.
1: Okay. Let's see. Number five. Rolling Stone
0: has always had a love affair with the Sopranos.
1: Number five. Seinfeld. Okay. I would say yes. You know, to me, I feel like. I feel like people either really like Seinfeld or they really liked Friends. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people that watched both, but it was almost like, it's almost like a Beatles Rolling Stones. Well, kind it's of LA, New York thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and They're both Friends New York, was new York but, but, but still it has it kind had, of a yeah. happier whatever. Um, but I think if you look, you know, when I, I keep saying influential Seinfeld gave people a new way to talk, like there's so many words that yeah. we use now that came from the show, which is pretty amazing. Kind of
0: almost, like approaching like a Shakespeare kind of influence. Yeah.
1: Like they created a language that is now permeated pop culture and like not just pop culture, but culture,
0: but it's still used now. And people may not even realize where it came from.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. When when did you ever hear that before that episode where they did that? Mm -hmm. And to me, uh, it, you know, one of the biggest differences between, um, Seinfeld and friends is Seinfeld to me is highly rewatchable. Mm hmm. Friends to me is like, oh, I remember this one, whatever. But like Seinfeld, I still get, and I feel like now that I'm older, I see different things in it. Yep. You know, or I'll watch different characters or something. The
0: episode where they go to the hospital and and Kramer sees the pig man. (laughs) 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 Buddy's always asking for a high five. High five, Jerry. High five.
1: High five. It's just fantastic. Um, Number four, Mad Men. I don't get it. I don't either.
0: But a lot of people seem to like it.
1: I, I tried so hard to watch it. And it's one of those where I understand the intentional slow burn of getting you into the story and everything. But after a while, I was like, something needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why don't I just put my chair in the street and just watch the freaking <laughs> street? Swear to God. Oh, and by the way, it's the 50s. I get it. Men smoke and women are objectified. I get it. I, oh, my wait, God. Do
0: they drink alcohol?
1: Oh my God, that's all they do is drink and smoke and drink and smoke and drink and smoke and women are lame. It's Hang like, on. Oh my God.
0: I think I may have cracked a code though. What? Skinny ties. Skinny ties were a thing, weren't they?
1: Where are you going with this?
0: They were. All the men would wear skinny ties.
1: I guess so. Is that, a, is that like a code for something?
0: Some of them would wear horned rimmed glasses. There were gender politics at play. It was a different world.
1: It was like it was a different it was like era. a different time. Yeah. 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 All right. I want the freaking Monty Python foot to come down and whole, squash that show.
0: The whole thing of Mad Men was just one long X-Files episode.
1: <laughs> you know, and I, I I can understand why people got into it, and it's cool. Like, you know, there's not a lot of shows today about that time period, and, you know, there's something kind of interesting about it. And I, I, I can understand why people like it. It's just it never got going for me. Not for me. Um. Number three, Breaking Bad. Okay. You agree with number three? I don't. <laughs> You're just okay. But to, to get be sure,
0: yeah. But to be, I mean, I. It's like it's why you know it's like the Eli Manning thing. I don't get it. Everybody seems to think he's the greatest. I don't understand it. Okay. And I've never, I've never wanted to watch it, or I don't want Eli Manning as my quarterback. I, it's like whatever.
1: Well, and this you is, can have it. It's fine. This is. I swear it's like the people that listen to this are going to be like, I freaking hate that woman because she hates everything. So I hate her, but I, I don't like Brian Cranston and I don't like, uh, the guy in it.
0: Uh, Jesse Pinkman.
1: Yeah. I, I don't, both of them are really hard for me to watch. And so I don't want to see them together.
0: Does Brian I'm not. Okay. Does Brian Cranston overact?
1: Do you think, do you think he. Do you think he pushes it a little too far sometimes?
0: Does he kind of play to the back row?
1: Do you you think he walks into a theater and says, hello, grandmother? Like he's projecting, (laughs) even though he's got a microphone? Yeah, I think he's too much.
0: I'm having a bad day.
1: He is the dramatic (laughs) Jim Carrey. How about that?
0: And the dramatic Jim Carrey is crying right now. He's like,
1: wait, I'm dramatic too. But he's also being sued. Watch out for that guy. Jim Carrey is? Yeah. You sure about this? For painting? No. He's a painter now. Did you know that? Number two, The Wire. I knew it. I was right. What?
0: I was right. I called the number one show.
1: You did, which uh, number two, man, I feel sorry for The Wire because I feel like it's the best show that no one ever saw. I've never seen it. That's what I mean, though. It's just, but anyone we talk about rapid fans, like people that have seen the wire can't even talk about how good, like it's, they, they lose words a, when they try okay, to but, talk and about and this how is good another
0: is. difficult thing for me. And maybe why I've put off watching it for so long mm-hmm. is that every time somebody who loves it tells me about it, they're like, you really got to get into season three before you understand and I'm like, I don't want to wade through two seasons slow of burns. what's going on and why should I care before yeah. now all of a sudden magical click in season three. And now everything falls into place like the Kobayashi coffee cup.
1: I am totally cool with a slow burn if it's earned and at least enough stuff happens along the way. But if it's if it's so deliberate where it's like, you got, I mean, and I've told people before with this, with the this series, I'm like, get past season one. There's good stuff in it, but season two is where it really finds its stride. Mm-hmm. That's different than... You have to wait till the third season for things to make yeah. sense like that. Whatever. Um, if you I'm stick sure around till the credits are
0: over on the final episode, then it really picks up.
1: My prob- my f- fear with The Wire is that it's been so overhyped. I don't know if I could possibly like it as much as people say they do. If that, you know? The
0: hype worked against me to where I'm thinking... Prove yourself to me. I'm going in, going. "Uh, I don't think it's gonna be that great, and so I'll I'll probably watch it fairly.
1: That's a good way to go because I'm the type where I'm like, everyone says this is the most magical show ever, so. No, it's not gonna be. Number one, The Sopranos. Oh, Tom, how you doing, Tom?
0: 1999
1: to 2007. That's right. Um, HBO, massive show. Uh.
0: Polly Walnuts.
1: Uh. Two of the best character names ever. Paulie Walnuts is one, and the other one is another guy. So, um, <laughs> um, but you know what? Uh, and <clears throat> Furio. I remember. I remember at the beginning just thinking it was really pretty cool. I mean, like, uh, you know, the head of the mafia is going to a therapist. Like, mm-hmm. what a cool idea, right? Um, and then
0: should have been Newhart. It
1: got, <laughs> it's. I don't know. There's a lot of bog down for it, and for me. Where I really, really kind of got upset with it is they did this massive hiatus. Do you remember that?
0: How many seasons was it?
1: Um, gosh, how many you, seasons was you it? Because you looked
0: at the years, and the years, it's, it's like 15 years or something
1: like that. I don't that. know if it's going to say how many seasons here. Um,
0: it's It goes on forever. Oh, my goodness. I think it was only seven. article
1: goes on forever. I think forever. it was only
0: like seven seasons. Uh,
1: let's see here. Because they
0: would take 18-month breaks between seasons.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. People would and go that's...
0: nuts. That was also before, like you had st- the ability to stream previous seasons right before the new season would come back. Mm-hmm. Six seasons. Yep. Over how many years? Uh,
1: from two thousand or from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand seven, so eight years.
0: Eight years to six, six seasons in seasons, eight years. They, I mean they they stretched those things out. and they weren't doing they were doing like twelve or thirteen episodes a season. They weren't doing a full twenty two. They were doing maybe ten. Maybe they were doing 10. I don't know how many, but um, when you're asking your audience to wait a, a year and they can't even go back and stream the previous season, they either had to buy it on DVD or just remember. I guess, you know, they could have done VHS tapes, but.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's another one of those shows that it'd be interesting to go back through this list and talk about how many of the series finales are. Bonks. <laughs> that, uh, don't fit. The yeah, show yeah. or were highly controversial.
0: But the more successful the show, the harder it is to to pull to off wrap a, a it up. great ending yeah. to the show. I mean, you really can't that's why I think for me, West Wing still holds my number one spot. Uh-huh. Good because, ending. because oh my God, it's such
1: Okay, the, we'll get there. Calm down. It,
0: it just thinking about it gets me a little bit choked
1: up. So here's what Rolling Stone says, the last sentence of their, their blurb on the Sopranos. The Sopranos remains the standard all ambitious TV aspires to meet. Okay. Uh,
0: yeah, it was really well done. The, here's okay, and I understand people liking it. I understand people liking everything that's in the top 10, the, actually, the whole list. What I'd like to do next time we do a show mm-hmm. is maybe come back with a few that we felt were snubbed things uh, that were not on the list at all. Yeah, that we think yeah. should have been on the 100 list.
1: Somewhere. I can I can at least think of two or three right now just off the top of my head so. Do you want to save good.
0: them? Yeah. Okay. So we'll save them for next time. Um, that's a good list though, by and large.
1: It's like out of all the Rolling Stone listicles that I've ever read, <laughs> beat down word. Um, out of all of them, that's Hate probably one of the better. Word. It's, it's one of the better ones I've yeah. I've seen where it didn't make me like livid. At ninety nine and then. <laughs> the yeah, normally
0: normally with their lists I check out by seventy two.
1: Yeah, because it's just, you're like, who wrote this? Like, is this is to lunch. yeah, but I mean, you can understand even if I don't agree with liking the show, yeah. I can understand its placement or even being on the list. So.
0: Okay, so yes. uh, dear listener, please do us a favor. Um, send us a gently worded email telling us how much you hate our opinions, or um, please send in what you think was snubbed. What what two or three shows do you think didn't make the list of the top 100? that you think firmly sit within the the top century of greatest shows that should have been on that list. Um, Send it to somethingyoucanstop at gmail.com. You can also find us easily on Twitter. And, uh, Brooke, what else do you have for people?
1: I just spoke a lot, so I think I'm good. Okay. I ain't got nothing.
0: If it ain't spoke, don't fix it.
1: If it ain't, Brooke, please fix it. What? Bye. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Stadler? yeah what is that it yes it's over how'd you like it i don't know i slept through the whole thing well you didn't miss much where would we be without the ability to make ice
1: miserable <laughs> i would admit and if whoever if mr pellet ice had not existed I would be more miserable because I love Pellet Ice. It was
0: Johan Pellet Ice.
1: Johan
0: <laughs> pellet,
1: pellet, pellet Ice.
0: Delivering ice from door to door. Johan Pellet Ice. Drink it up and he'll bring you more.
1: Oh! Oh! <laughs> How do you do that? How do you rhyme? Just
0: a lack of ice.
1: Woo! A vice.
0: The trick is picking words that already rhyme with a whole bunch of other words.
1: Oh, Live. so like, like, painting.
0: Uh, <laughs> no? Yeah, what does painting run with? Painting? Sainting? Acquainting. Acquainting. A word that everybody
1: uses. <laughs> it's all the rage with kids today. I think I've seen it on the Twitter. It's not <laughs> what I hashtag, you were going to say. Hashtag, <laughs> acquainting. Get it started. <laughs> I'm going to keep Mm -hmm. rambling if you don't.